Let's just say LBYD President Brad Christopher knows the score. Let's just say you won't be bored. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Well, hello out there in podcast land. Thank you for tuning in. You made a great decision to the uh, best podcast in all of higher education. That would be the award-winning Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by the Samuel Ginn College of of engineering, same <laughs> get college of engineering's uh, office of communications. Clear and that, clear what that do we do? It's engineering. Yep. Yeah, all office day, of every day. And marketing. I'm a Jeremy Henderson. If I hadn't said that already, communication specialist. They say across from me, as always, Austin Phillips, professional as ever, dapper Dan. He is the director of the uh, aforementioned college of uh, nope office of communications <laughs> and marketing. I Whew. guess that makes you Dean now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are on the 151st or second or something Three episode. Three years or third going strong. Or, I mean, this is wild. And uh, we have Hoyt over here on the keys. Uh, Zeppelin fan, I believe. Yeah, uh, we'll Grateful s- Dead. We'll see Looking how this good. turns out. Yeah, this is going right. to be good. Today we are joined by uh, Brad Christopher. Yes, 91, 93. Civil engineering, not civil and environmental. No, friends. he this was just was, a civil man back this then. This was back in the civil days. Yep, yeah, yep. not nearly as accomplished as our current grads, but uh, <laughs> we've let him on the uh, we've let him on the show. Anyway, Brad, can't thank you enough for joining us. We're going to find out about the career, and I just read that you like built the scoreboard. With your bare hands. <laughs> didn't build he, it. He designed ca- it, but he didn't build it. carried it on his back. Right. It's it. Thing, hoisted it. I'm a lot stronger than I look. The thing that you did, <laughs> beam by beam, you were out there. That's what Jay Jacobs got on the phone. Right. 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 Made you build me a Start lifting. Yeah. No, we got to talk about that. But yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah, what? glad to be here. 91, 91. So where are you from originally? Uh, Montgomery. Raised in Montgomery. Yep. Went to AUM for pre-engineering for a couple of years and uh, then transferred to Auburn. Got undergrad in civil, uh, like Jeremy said, and then stuck around, got a master's also in civil, but an emphasis in structural and been doing structural engineering ever since. Love that. I I never knew you were a transfer student. Mm -hmm. I was a transfer student. Uh, You know, I know uh, Melissa Hurt. Yeah. You know, she's very passionate about that. Uh, Talk about um, that decision to – to go to AUM in your first couple of years and, and then to, tr- you know, what, what was that decision of, okay, it's time to make the jump to Auburn? Yeah. Uh, really my parents just said, Hey, let's, let's stay at home. Let's save some money. Let's go to AUM. You're interested in engineering. They got a good pre-engineering program, uh, checked with them. Obviously everything transferred easily to Auburn. And, uh, so just really researched different engineering schools. To be honest in high school, wasn't, wasn't a huge Auburn or Alabama fan was born in North Carolina, but moved to Montgomery when I was real young. But research the engineering schools at Auburn stood out, and uh, so yeah, it was an easy transition. Went two years there, real good pre-engineering program, and then slipped right in here to Auburn. So uh, my uh, had an older brother was over here in building science, so he had a trailer out on uh, down Wire Road, and uh, so lived with him, and then stuck around for the graduate school. Had a great time. Well, and that's great to hear. Of, I mean, because there are a lot of. Um, prospective students that are in that situation you know financially it just you know it doesn't make sense so mm-hmm. let, let's stay closer to home let, let's get some of these core classes out of the way um 
you know, and that's amazing. I love, I love to hear that. Yeah, it's a good, good route. Now, it's, you're a gym teacher with LBYD. <laughs> P- no, it stands for professional engineer. That's right. PE. But yeah, you know, when I different see that, PE. When I yeah. see that, they feel yeah. you know, gym. Can do either one. Can do either one. But I mean, that's a, so what does a professional engineer with LBYD Inc. do? That's where you are now, right? That's right. I'm president of LBYD. Uh, president, excuse me. Yeah. President we're in, a, in coach. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> but uh, we do civil and structural engineering, Jeremy, and we're about 100 folks uh, based out of Birmingham, have five offices, have an office here in Auburn, and fortunate to do a lot of work in Auburn. But uh, it's consulting engineering, doing design. We do the calculations and the drawings and uh, that, that contractors will build by. We work for a lot of architects, developers, contractors, other engineers, so. But you did have a hand in the old USS scoreboard, right? I did. I did. Now, that's got to be How something. did that come about, and what role did you play? Yeah, we've been fortunate for probably 20, 25 years, been working for Auburn Athletics and Auburn University facilities, worked for architects that will do projects on campus, but have done a lot of athletics-type work and have done a lot of work at the stadium. We've, we've done, we do an annual structural inspection of the stadium, probably been doing that for about 20 years and so just in any little modifications that were done at the stadium, we were usually involved. And so um, they were talked talk about for years getting rid of that scoreboard and putting a new one in. And just based on our relationship and experience, we end up uh, working directly for the uh, university and, and design that. And, and really, to be honest, I've used that as a springboard to get other sports-related work because, as you guys know, at that time, it was um, uh, the largest mm-hmm. largest collegiate scoreboard. Yeah. Take quick story on that. We uh, – uh, athletic department said, hey, let's study several different sizes. We want a big scoreboard, but not sure exactly what size. Didn't really tell me exactly what size. I'm, you know, I'm looking, to, a football field is uh, 53 and a third yards wide. It's 160 feet. I'm thinking that, that makes a lot of sense. Let's just line it up with the scoreboard. So we had done a preliminary study on that. So we come present that to the athletic department and show, hey, we're starting with 160 feet. They stopped me real quick and said, A&M's got 164, less 165 is the minimum. I should have done a little more research. So mm-hmm. I said, got it, we'll uh, we'll look at 200. We looked at even 240 foot wide. And so we ended up with about 200, I think it's about 190 foot of, of TV screen. I actually used some of the existing columns that were there, but that scoreboard is totally freestanding. You could take Jordan-Hare Stadium away and it'll stand. It doesn't, it's not tied to it. We had to look at deflection to see how close we could mm-hmm. get to the stadium. But one of the most intriguing things about that scoreboard, I mean, it's pretty fascinating if you like engineering and structures to see all that steel. But what's underground is is more fascinating than that. As you can imagine, that's just a big sail, got a lot of wind load, like a billboard. There's rock about 35 feet below the Earth's surface. We wanted to get to that rock and tie into it. So we put what are called micropile foundations. We went 35 feet down to the rock, and then we went another 15 feet and drilled rebar into the rock and grouted that in there. So we've grabbed that rock to keep that thing stable. And it, it, it's amazing. Big pile caps, 10,000 PSI concrete, and there's an electrical duct bank. It seems like all the electrical for the whole stadium is right there. Murphy's Law would say that. So we're dodging all that kind of stuff. But it was it was really cool, though. It turned out really, really what, nice. What were some of the other challenges i mean were there i mean I'm- time frame time frame we started uh around thanksgiving we they said hey just do some preliminary studies and look at it we did that pretty quick and then uh they said we you know we obviously want it ready for football season like which football season <laughs> uh, obviously the next football mm-hmm. season so 
So in about eight months, we designed it. And then Brassfield and Gory was the construction manager, Steve Haney, who now works at mm -hmm. facilities yep. here, was with B&G and did a phenomenal job and just designed and built that thing in a very short period of time. That that was as, as challenging as anything. I mean, it wasn't an easy design. Foundation's complicated, duct banking all in the way. And then a deadline is not moving. First mm -hmm. home game can't push it out. So uh schedule was was unbelievable. Well being here watching it come up was. You remember that was first just, night? Oh it, well the, the first the, game when the Martians were attacking <laughs> the green the green lights. Oh yeah, started everything. People yeah, were driving over calling nine. Well, and I love I loved when the way they debuted it. Do you remember what it what they did when they turned showed it on? The, showed oh, the small one. Yeah, they had the old yes. one inside it. Yeah, I did. and it I looked, you know, that. it looked just like it. Yeah. And it had the blue sky and everything, yeah. and then it kind of went yeah and it erased that was it. very, yeah, cool. was very it, cool. it really Great showed idea. how tiny how big it yeah that one yeah was. how big this one, one is when you go to games i mean do you ever like nudge a guy next to you and point up and go hey that's my that tv out. you know like yeah i mean <laughs> I know. That's, you my, never do that? that's my no, video up there what about some of the other you said uh you used it to kind of you know yeah uh, we've used that for marketing purposes i mean we're doing we're we've designed clemson's that is they just started foundations now, who's clemson I yeah <laughs> i think it's a where is ACC school? School. it's got a yeah. lake or something north carolina yeah. yeah but uh but we've done work at university of florida uh we've done uh did university of south alabama's design their football stadium a couple years ago did a nice freestanding video board uh did one for samford university actually doing one for a client that is uh building a lot of them for high school stadiums just big time high schools mm -hmm. obviously it's not as big as auburn's but man we have i've marketed that we also did auburn's indoor football practice facility years ago and uh, marketed that did clemson's did university of florida after that it's always interesting after you you do one then you're doing the next one mm -hmm. you know what did you learn we want to make it a little bit better a little bit bigger that type thing so but, we need to always do auburn's last now that's right. <laughs> right. but that that video board does gotten a lot of good publicity, it publicity yeah. well and it's, it's just it's cool. changed the environment of the games completely as yeah. well well uh lbyd where else where else have you worked uh we're registered in 45 states so we i'll say we work all over the country but it's mainly in the southeast but uh, where I, where else have you worked yeah, we've uh, done some stuff up in uh, in, in uh, Minnesota and Michigan, do a good bit in the Carolinas. Uh, we actually, something else we do that's pretty cool, we design, do a lot of structural engineering on temporary structures. Well, what are you talking about, temporary structure? Just like the Final Four that was just played, we designed the seating, the temporary seating. That that Final Four is obviously where the Saints played in, mm -hmm. the, in the Superdome down there. And um had about 70,000 for those final four games, but you put a basketball court in the middle of a football field, you got a bunch of extra space. So we designed about 16,000 temporary seats around that court, take it and actually go up on the um, on the football seats. It's pretty mm. cool. How so long have you been with LB Monday? I've been with them right out of Auburn, been with them almost 30 years. How'd you get turned yeah. on to, to this company? You know, um, just when I was in school, I'd, I'd heard about him. Uh, ended up meeting Dale York, mm -hmm. who was there. Uh, so I was fishing. I yeah, was fishing Dale. <laughs> Dale was uh, my mentor. He and a fellow named Glenn Bishop hired me, but Dale York mentored me. Obviously, Austin knows him well. He was real active here at Auburn. Was chairman of the Engineering Council on Civil Engineering Advisory. He's board. a Hall of Fame. Yeah, distinguished Auburn engineer. Great, great guy. Great guy. But uh, but yeah, I'd heard about them and and interviewed them and just just high character and just really liked the kind of work they were doing and so uh just never had a reason to go elsewhere really enjoyed it 
when you were in school, any co-ops, internships? I did co-op. Um, I co-opted with a company called Seco, um, which was a concrete formwork subcontractor. And so I uh, was pretty sure I wanted to do the engineering part and not the construction part. Again, my brother's in building science. My father actually owned a ready-mix concrete company, so it's kind of around it. But I was fascinated with the, you know, who's telling them how much concrete, what's the strength, the rebar, what's that stuff underground, when the wind blows, what's keeping that thing from flopping over but but yeah co-op with seco and worked a couple quarters in the office in birmingham but also a couple quarters out on the uh, job site just low man on the totem pole just went by college boy um and but learned a lot out there with the concrete formwork and i and real quick story i would tell the um uh the other guys i was working with of course i give you a hard time you gotta earn their respect whatever and, I, and the engineers would come out, the structural engineers, to check the reinforcing steel. And good night. They're dressed like they're headed to church. They're hard hats, mm-hmm. shiny white. They got on dress shoes. I told them, I said, that's me in a couple of years, but, it, <laughs> but I'll have on jeans. And I'll tell you what, I'll wear this old hard hat I there got now. Go. And one of the guys that was giving me the most hard time that was working there, fast forward about three or four years, went on to grad school, finished working in Birmingham, designing a big concrete structure in Birmingham, Go out to the job site in my jeans and my old hard hat, and that fellow's out there putting the form awesome, work in. Awesome. It was about a hundred degrees, and he said, "Y'all got y'all need any help back in that air conditioned <laughs> office?" <laughs> I said, "No, we're good." <laughs> love it, love you want, it. You want to play the active membership trivia game here? We got a lot of professional active memberships, according to the internet. Oh yeah, yeah. And well, I mean, we got the uh, uh, alumni council. Maybe you've heard of that. Well, that's a big one. Let's let's stop. Let's stop. I mean, I mean the, uh, so we'll break the news. So as of Friday afternoon, at the end of Friday's meeting, Brad will take over as the chair of the Auburn Alumni Engineering Council. They're taking well, a chance. How about yeah, that? They're rolling the dice. I knew there had to be a reason. <laughs> there he is. That's it. Stop what you're doing. Stop the press. It is so, Brad. You know, you, you've been you've been really involved uh, with the Alumni Council. You were really involved with. Um, our academic and student experience committee before that. Um, why Why are you so involved? Why is it important for you to be involved in, in the way that you are? Yeah, I mean, just just love Auburn. A lot of people can say that, but just just want to give back. I uh, I mean, when I when I was in school, like I said, lived at home with the AUM and came here. And as a transfer student, you know, hey, can we even get any scholarship help? And uh, Mr. McCartney. He had a scholarship, and I got some some help from him. And I remember, like as yesterday, I'm sure, I'm sure he he wouldn't remember it, but met in the in the uh, in Harbert when you meet the folks that are paying for your scholarships, and uh, was really cool to to meet him. And he was still on the council a little bit when I got on. I told him that story. Obviously, Tim was very active, but just thinking about that, I mean, he he didn't know me from Adam's house cat, but it meant a lot to me. And so just just want to give back. I've 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 helped with the senior design. Uh, class at Auburn, probably 15 plus years with Dr. Schindler and Dr. Barnes on on that, and just really enjoyed that. Dale York was a good example, seeing you know him give back, uh, and so just really was was pleased to get on the council. Kind of overwhelmed, a lot of big dogs as you know on there. I'm not one of them, uh, but a lot of humility in that room. I mean, there's a, a lot of people you're sitting by, their names on the building, um, but they just they act everyday everyday people and just as humble as they can be, and so. Really impressed with that, but just you know, Walt Waltos and, and obviously Kenneth Kelly served under him. Just uh, you know, Mari, just great guys on there. But just to answer your question, Austin, just 
you know, thinking back about what Mr. McCartney did for me and just wanting to give back as well. Well, and, and you're, uh, you know, I'll go back to your academic student experience. Uh, you know, we're having the dinner tonight. Mm -hmm. We haven't been able to have it for a while because of COVID. Um, but, I mean, you would organize these things in Birmingham, I mean, just in different places. Um, what does it do for you to see the students, you know, seeing alumni care like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's awesome. And, it you know, there's just a lot of students that, you know, they struggle in pre-engineering and um, and that don't mean they won't be the best engineer out there. I mean, we I know when we hire, we're looking for attitude and effort. I'm looking for that farmer's work ethic. I guess I'll take a 4.0, but we're not looking we're not looking for that. But uh, just trying to help them out. And that, and, and that committee that Austin's mentioned, the Academic and Student Experience Committee with Ken Smith and some others, just Gene Fuller, just putting together some events. And to be honest with Melissa and I would say, let's get some transfer students in here because yeah. we don't feel like we belong when we first get here. Mm -hmm. You know, we weren't here right. in a fraternity and all these other people have been here a couple of years. We're, we're new on the blocks. We wanted to include them. And so we did that. But with the senior design class, just really enjoyed getting to know the students. Um, part of it was giving back. Part of it was recruiting. We, we had to have a pipeline and have hired a lot of people at LBYD from that senior design class. But, uh, but that was easy to roll in that academic and student experience committee. And like you say, the dinner, the dinner tonight's a little bit different. It's the, it's the high level, it's the student leaders, which is great. Mm -hmm. we, we need those two and we're gonna kind of mentor them, but we also will have some events that we purposely get people who don't have very high grade point average and they're in pre-engineering and they're probably wondering, is this for me or not? And we just wanna encourage them to, to stick it out. Sometimes it's not for you and, that, and that's fine, but, but stick it out through there and, uh, and just, you know, just use that work ethic and a good attitude. And so, but I've really just enjoyed getting to stay involved with the students. And it, you know, it sounds corny, but going back to Dean Roberts, just that student experience. I mean, just let's differentiate between some of the others. Let's, let's have some alumni involvement. Cause a lot of those students come through, they're the first one in their family that's been an engineer or even go to college. They got no contacts at all. I mean, who are they going to ask? So, right. so I've encouraged a lot of them that I've met. So, Hey, you want to come to Birmingham, and just see see our office, see what we do. And a lot of them will take me up on that. And they're surprised. We're not all sitting there in a three-piece suit mm -hmm. and a tie, and it sounds like we're having church service in there. We're, we're wearing a, a golf shirt, and probably a lot of them in blue jeans. And a lot of them are young, and, man, they're playing with some really cool computer programs, and we'll show you the wow factor of what we're doing. And so then they can kind of picture themselves. It's not what they thought it would right. be. And just, you know, that's huge for somebody going through school who has no contact at all with anybody in the engineering profession because they really don't know what it looks like. And so if we can keep a few people in the program and, hey, maybe we hire or maybe somebody else does, that's that that means a lot to us. Oh, that's awesome. Well, as you can see, I don't hire 4.0s either. So uh, uh -uh, Not at all. <laughs> Nor farmer's ethic. Uh, well, I just no. get, I get what I can get. No, no, whoever, no attitude, never yeah, in this room. Whoever walks in, just I mean, I I give them a, a computer. Was, yeah, I was a temp service. <laughs> it just, he just never I made I think the, the Uber dropped Jeremy off yeah. at the wrong Is Jeremy place, still on probation? Yeah, probation yeah, right see, yeah I've no. never had that many 90-day probationary periods, <laughs> but here we go, year four. <laughs> so uh, what are we thinking about the new president? Yeah, man, super proud, super mm -hmm. proud of him. And the people that don't know him, just, just you know, character as the day is long. I mean, he's going to be himself. I, you know, he don't need to take any advice from me. But when I saw it, first time I saw him after it had been announced, and, and I said, Dean Roberts, you don't need any advice from me, but just be yourself. I mean, people, as they get in very high roles, sometimes they're not. He will be. I mean, we've seen for 10 years what his character is. Um, 
and Dr. Gooch was was great as well. But yeah, super proud that him coming from the College of Engineering and be stepping over there. I mean, he'll he'll do great for the whole university. He'll promote the student experience, not just for College of Engineering, but every right. college we got. But just really proud to to know him as a friend and know what kind of person he is. A lot of my folks that I work with that don't know him and know that I well, you know, know him, they they ask me that exactly, Jeremy. Hey, what are we what are we getting? Is he a politician or what is he? I said, man, he's as, as genuine as they come. Well, it's hey. funny. It's funny you said that. Uh, a buddy of mine texted me this morning and said, "Hey, I've got a meeting with uh, one of our board of trustees, Quentin Riggins, uh, later on today. What do you want me to tell him?" And I said, "Just tell him that." Hiring Chris Roberts was the best thing that this university has done besides hire Bruce Pearl. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> Close second, hey, uh, Bruce yeah, Pearl. <laughs> but, and I, I firmly believe that. Well, and then we've got, um, you know, Steve Taylor has uh, stepped up and is going to take on our interim role. Awesome, um, awesome. So, you know, we're, we're excited yeah. about that. We feel that, you know, we're just going to keep the ball rolling. Yeah. Um, you know, Dr. Taylor's come in here and – what within four or five years has tripled our research awards and grants new research awards and grants so uh and then we'll have a new dean probably mm-hmm. here in another year so we'll turn the page there but yeah yeah, yeah hate, exciting time hated that uh chris never came on the show really could have well, been a boost hey, to his career but, well at the same time maybe <laughs> not too late maybe we can now he wasn't going to do it as dean but maybe we can have yeah. president roberts. <laughs> yeah president yeah that'll be the president roberts Brad, can't thank you enough for joining us. Yeah, it's a hoot, and, uh, man. Yeah, thank no, y'all. it was great. I told you it'd be good. Yeah, well, didn't and think I, it was I good, but. Uh, personal note, uh, I do serve as the secretary to the alumni council, so I get to work um, really closely with the chair and the chairs of the committee. It's one of, it's a lot of work, but it's yeah. uh, one of the best blessings of my job to get to know you all, call you friends, um, and so I'm really excited to be able to work with you for the next I appreciate two years. And Feelings you, you know, you know where to find me, yeah. and if you ever need anything. You got my number. Feelings mutual. Yes, Appreciate sir. it. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm in that other office. Yeah, he's a little hard to find. If you need I'm, somebody, don't I'm call. Hey, hey, I got civil. <laughs> <laughs> you do. I got, you do. That's I got right. presidents That's right. here. Yeah. Okay. Thanks so much, Brad. Yeah, really thanks. appreciate it. War Thank Eagle. You. War Eagle. War Eagle.